0: Welcome to the Way Up North podcast. My name is Erin Bishop. I am the event planner for Way Up North and also the host of this season's podcast series. Today we're going to be chatting to Karen Hugland, Um, very much not a photographer, so you're probably all as curious as I am about what to expect from her at the show. So let's meet Karen. So why don't we start with you can introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about who you are
1: and, you know, what you do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my background is within like elite sports. Uh, I've been an uh, uh, elite athlete uh, as a, in karate. Cool. Uh, yeah. So that's been my like big passion for a very, very long time. And uh, but I started very late. I started when I was 18. Um, Okay, And a lot of people would say that you're probably too old to even get remotely good at it. But uh, I really like fell in love with it and just started training. It's a crazy person, you know, (laughs) (laughs) basically just gave it everything I got. And um, so after 10 years, and by that time I was 28, I was... uh, Actually, winning the Swedish championships and the Nordic championships, and I got to be the representative for Sweden at the Europeans and World Championships, uh, which was a very cool experience. Amazing! Uh, yeah, to actually been able to do that whole uh, adventure from going from being a beginner, and then just like, what happens if you really like give your heart into it and put yourself in a position where you're really thinking it and loving it and just trying to do everything you can to become better.
0: And how did you start at 18? Like, what made you get into
1: karate? A pure uh, accident, really. Uh, it was one of my friends. We were, like, last year in high school. And I've been, like, uh-huh. a horse girl my whole life, been in the stables riding Uh, but I just stopped doing that and she asked me if I wanted to join her in a karate class and I said basically just uh, yeah okay I'll just try it because I want to have something new to do and uh, yeah so nothing planned (laughs) and then you just loved
0: it from the get-go yeah cool now like at this point is karate like your job, like something you do full-time?
1: Uh, no, it's not. Uh, and it, it wasn't full, full-time when I was competing. Uh, I had a regular job on the side because I couldn't live off karate. Uh, right. So um, I still had like a professional career in public health. So I've always been like into health promotion, you know, what makes us feel good, what makes us like uh, function in groups. I've really been interesting always in how we humans interact with each other. So I was doing that right. on the side, or I was doing that professionally, and I was doing karate on the side. I don't know. I was <laughs> sure. doing both of them a lot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, and at the, but then I stopped competing four years ago, and I took uh, a year break from everything that I had with karate. Uh, And then I came back and started coaching the national team. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, and it was an amazing experience to be able to, like, coach other people and help them achieve their goals and dreams. Um, That was a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So how possibly did you end up lined up to speak at a photography conference?
1: <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> the weird part of this. Uh, I, was, um, uh, I was going through uh, a major trauma in my life uh, about five, four years ago. It started like five and a half years ago. And, um, uh, and I had... Um, I had to do some real, like, big soul searching in my life, what I wanted to do, because I was going through some very dark times. Um, I uh, actually met a man that I really fell in love with when I was 22, Uh, Uh and then uh, he was diagnosed with cancer. Oh, no. Yeah. And then uh, four years ago, he passed away. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, thank you. That's uh, hard. Yeah, and that was like the most brutal thing in my life ever. And uh, I really found myself like searching for energy and meaning in my life. Um, and, um, and I think one of the things I'm most grateful that I actually did, now that I look back on it, is that I really... Uh, took my time and I said no to the picture of myself as this, like, really strong athlete and that could, like, manage everything. And I didn't Uh no, and I uh, took basically, like, a year to, uh, uh, myself again and, uh, go on a search what I really wanted to do and how I wanted to live my life because, uh, it felt like it was... It's just been torn away from me. Uh-huh. uh And... Then I came back to karate and my life. <laughs> That's when I started as a coach because I really wanted to uh, come back to karate but also to uh, start helping other people, like, fulfill their dreams. Right. Yeah. And then... Um, I started on this like other roller coaster of my life. That okay, um, I want to do something else because uh, I uh, I quit my job. Uh, I had been ha- headhunted to a new job, but I didn't I didn't feel good. And at this point in my life, I just felt it's too short not to do the things I want to do. Yeah, um, and um, and not not be around people that I really like. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you, know, you know, I just don't want to, like, be put in that position where you end up, like, spending so many hours of your day, which is your life, uh, at a job with, like, people that you don't really like or they don't respect you or you feel like you always have to try to fit in. Um, uh-huh. So I made some, like, bold things in my life and I quit my job and, started my own business not to make a big business but to basically be able to choose people that I work with and to choose the things I want to do and um, that's where I ended up meeting Jacob uh, because okay <laughs> I rent an office uh, in this really cool place where there's a lot of entrepreneurs doing different stuff so uh, I have this mix of like uh, i'm a public speaker today so i do talk about these things that i've like the stories of my life and some of the things that i uh, think, think are meaningful to share with other people about that trip uh, mm-hmm. but then i still also do some coaching in karate and i am involved in like a research project where we look at like sustainable leadership Where a big part is self-reflection, what do we need to actually have a good life, basically. Uh Uh, So doing all those things, I don't have like a proper office. So I went to looking for an office and I ended up renting this place in this office hotel, you can call it. And Uh that's also where Jacob sits. Ah, I've been to this office. Yeah, okay. it's the loft. It's yeah. this really cool yes. place. And there's a lot of great people. And it's a lot of fun meeting people who all of all of them have made, like, really uh, choices of what to do in their lives and to pursue passions. And it's not always, like, the most secure thing that you do, but it's a lot of fun because <laughs> it really challenges you. Definitely. yeah. And then, uh, so we of course, when you're in the same office, we started talking about what we do and stuff. And then, like, one day, he just asked, well, maybe you should come and speak at the event. And I was like, yeah, sounds like a lot of fun. I'll do it. Uh, (laughs) Awesome.
0: Office, like, office talk. Office talk. Yeah, office talk. (laughs) And, uh,
1: but also, I was really, like, blown away when I saw all the things that he did. It's, I think the pictures are amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're so talented. It's crazy. I was (laughs) blown away by it. So,
0: yeah. (laughs) Cool. Okay. So you mentioned that you do public speaking. So this isn't going to be new for you. No. Getting up on stage and talking about it.
1: No. But it will be the first time I do it in English. I've only done it in Swedish. So I'm really, like, excited up about, like, okay, how will this, be in English, uh, so um, but I'm really excited about it to
0: take that next. Step. I mean, your your English sounds perfect, so I don't think you need to. I don't think you
1: need to worry. Oh, thank you very much. <laughs> um, I, I grew, uh, I had some years in California growing up.
0: Uh, oh, interesting. Okay, yeah,
1: so that helped me a bit
0: yeah for sure you sound like very good at English better than Jacob no just kidding
1: it's pretty good too thank you very much I'll let him know
0: I never know what to say like I never know whether to call him Jacob or Jacob or whatever so it always comes out with some hesitation <laughs> well
1: uh I I would probably go with Jacob in English right
0: yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, your English is great. So when you've done this kind of, how many times have you have you done talks in front of people uh, on this topic?
1: So uh, do you mean in this topic or like uh, just just in general? Oh, in like, general, I don't many, know many, many because uh, when I was working before, I was like a project leader, so I would always like get up on stage and talk about. different things that we did
0: Uh, right right so
1: I'm comfortable being on stage I like it Uh, this speech which has been a different kind of experience since I do like I don't talk about models or I don't talk about um, a project I tell my stories which is a lot more Uh personal but uh, it's been a really interesting like trip to do Start out talking about this, and I've done that for about a year now. So, okay, I'm, I'm finding it better uh, how to put things, and it's been a real amazing experience to share these stories. Because, of course, I was a little bit insecure in the beginnings. Like, okay, if you sh- really share like your stories about vulnerability, and uh, when you're afraid, and you're not you're not feeling good and um how will people respond right but it's been amazing because there's so many people coming up and saying I so recognize myself and this is like where I really get this feeling that we're all in this together all the time you know right Uh, yeah this roller coaster where we get like thrown like (laughs) up and down and you really just have to find ways to handle yourself and how to keep moving forward uh, and sometimes just stopping and reflecting like what's going on, uh, so
0: yeah. What do you think or, or what do you hope that, that people will feel or take away from your talk? Um,
1: I hope they will feel inspired to have courage to uh, follow the true passion that they have in their life. Like really, um, and even though you, when you're like feeling low that you still can change that. Uh, So I really hope they will feel like an inspiration uh, and also that we will become a little bit kinder to ourselves. (laughs) I'm into that (laughs) self-compassion thing, you know. Yes, uh, that whole self-compassion thing. <laughs> that whole self-compassion thing, which can be quite um, challenging at moments. That Yes. Um, and also recognize that even though I talk about, you know, owning your feelings and stuff, but it's still a challenge for me at times, you know, when you get stressed out and things are happening and how can we actually just, like, not judge oneself so harshly? And like, just keep moving forward, and really understanding that sometimes just being you is quite enough, uh, and not be so stressed about what to do next. uh, Yeah. So um, I hope they will feel an inspiration after that
0: awesome and yeah we've we've given you we've given you I think more time than everyone else really? because obviously Jacob really wants to hear your story okay
1: I think so yeah
0: I think you have 60 minutes right so I'm excited wow. and, and you're the only one you're the only one with a question and answer live period too
1: oh really so you're special wow yeah. <laughs> oh god thank you oh god
0: I think we found in the past that the, non, the non-photographer speakers have elicited quite an emotional response from people and they do want that opportunity to ask their questions. So everyone who listens to this, just know that while you're listening to Karen, you're going to get a chance to ask some questions
1: later. So. <laughs> uh, cool. Yeah. So Yeah. And I think oh, if I can add one thing about what to take away, sure. I think just like both owning all of yours feelings but also owning all of your stories in your life that that's that's a part of you and really like taking that in not running away from it just seeing that okay I've had some tough times and some dark moments but that does not mean that I have to stay there forever and always be that person I can still want to try new things and um, not be so afraid to fail because I think sometimes we need to do some failing. Uh, Absolutely, to, to get it right, you know. Yeah, we so shouldn't be so afraid yeah. of that. So, you know, I always quote. This is kind of corny, but you know, in the Karate Kid movie, have you ever seen that? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, he says, you know, it's okay to lose to opponent, but must not lose to fear.
0: I yes. think that's
1: that's actually something I talk about. <laughs>
0: amazing i'm very excited for that yeah. i think a karate kid reference is always welcome <laughs> especially in your case that's yeah amazing. so that's uh but it's, a, but it's a it's a very good point it's a very good um it's a very good yeah. point that mr Miyake
1: makes. <laughs> definitely yeah it's a little bit corny but i like it you know i'm the karate nerd so
0: yeah yeah it's perfect it's perfect um Yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting to hear your chat. So at this point in your life, um, would you say, like, is speaking something that you mainly do, or are you still involved in karate? Do you still have a, like, day job, like a
1: real job, or what?
0: (laughs) No, I don't have a real job. (laughs) Uh,
1: I do a mix today. Uh, I do more and more of speaking, which is uh, something that I'm really – getting into and it's a lot of fun and um so I'm doing more and more of that but it's not like I do it full time so I still have a little bit of karate and uh, a little bit of more like normal jobs but that will be in research and like some project leading uh like leader management and stuff like that like the more regular things you when you go into an office stuff
0: Right. (laughs) right and I was going to ask you although I feel like now from from our discussion I already know the answer but when you're talking giving a talk about something that's really emotional and you know sharing the story of suffering and a pretty serious loss do you finish that kind of talk feeling shitty <laughs> like having to go through that kind of again or do you find it sort of a, a nice
1: experience or a positive experience uh but it's a very good question because uh um... I think some um, people do wonder if this is like my uh, therapy, uh, right. which is it is not um, I've been through therapy uh, this is something else uh, but um, today I do really enjoy it because um, i I find such a like value sharing my stories because I can see it. it inspires other people to, uh, to both, like, open up to their own stories. Uh, sometimes they talk to me or they talk to other people. Uh, so I, so it gives me great value to do it today. Uh, but I was very, like, insecure in the beginning that how was I going to feel afterwards? Like, am I going to, you know, uh-huh. did I, am I going to, like, wake up the day after? And it's like, did I actually get on stage and talk about this kind of thing you know did i talk about my vulnerabilities that openly um, but uh i tried it i started that's why i started out very like slowly and with small groups trying different materials wow. to find on what level this is going to work for me uh right and so today um i found like a good balance for myself and i think for the audience as well to um so they can take it in, but it's like uh, on a level that's okay, but it's still very like personal. Yeah.
0: Right. Cool. Yeah. I've wondered that before, you know, everybody has suffered some kind of loss in life, yes. you know, to some degree. And so when you're listening to somebody share their experience, it, it's obviously a wonderful on many levels, but I always wonder like, is this so hard for this person? Are they going to spend the rest of the day or the week or the month, Mm. like feeling rough that they had to go back to that place? Yeah. yeah, I wanted to ask that, but, but that sounds, that sounds good. Um, okay. Well, is there anything you want to add to anyone that might listen to this before the show about what to expect from you? I mean, I think
1: you've given us a pretty good idea and I'm definitely excited to hear your talk. Uh, no, basically just that I'm really excited to be a part of the Way Up North 2.0, you know, it's, uh, uh I'm really excited to be there and to give this talk in English for the first time, and, uh, awesome. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and just, you know, get that moment of sharing my stories, and it will be a mix of karate and, like, some, psychology with vulnerabilities and then some self-compassion on top of that awesome. and karate kids awesome. so you know
0: and a bit of mr So
1: but you know prepare for like 60 minutes on a roller coaster of emotions perfect <laughs>
0: awesome <laughs> okay well thank you so much karen and i can't wait to meet you in Stockholm. yeah it's gonna be great yeah in like not long now <laughs> A matter of weeks. A matter of weeks. we'll be there. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Hold up.